What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the All Pro Dads Podcast. I'm Damien. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. Here with my co-host, Tony. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TV3 underscore APD. Welcome back. That was crazy. What? I, I, oh, damn, Mike. Yeah, your mic. That was fucking weird. I had no more eardrums, bro. Yeah, I just moved my head, like my headphones up, too. I'll blame it on my kid. Fuck. What's up, dude? It's been a little bit. We've been slacking. I've been slacking. Two weeks. Yeah, Wednesday. Three. Three, three, three. Oh, two. Two? Okay. Two. Because it was the, the home opener for, or the season opener for the Abs. It was supposed to be our next one. Yep. And then last weekend. Or last week. You were sick last week. Yep. The home opener night, I worked late anyways. So Did you? Yeah, I clocked out at 6. It was coming by like 6.30. Damn. Traffic was weird. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think there was an accident. On You're just 6 straight down, right? Yeah. That's nice, though. That's so nice. Like, that's me. I'm Kipling the whole way down. I don't know. I thought about going to Alameda down. I think there's too many lights. Yeah. Especially when you get... Like... <laughs> my God. <laughs> I'm still adjusting with these fucking... The these mic, mic stands. I yeah, know. I'm still trying to figure out how to sit. Um, Cause I don't want to get too relaxed. And just I know. Um, what the fuck was I... Oh, yeah. Once you get past wads, I feel like there's so many lights. Till Sheridan. Oh, yeah. And then, like, Sheridan to feds, it clears up. But... There's always... It's always congested, like... Cause I get on from like federal, yeah, and it, it's just always backed up to, every time until I pass like Sheridan. And there's fucking construction everywhere. Yeah. <sighs> this music's still playing. Keep your head up, Broncos country. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I was feeling pretty good on Sunday. You were feeling pretty good on Sunday. I was fucked up on Sunday. I was yeah. I was I was blasted. Like I got home, bro. Uh, I slept the whole way from the stadium to here, mm-hmm. like hat on my face, mouth open, like drool. Like Uncle Rick has the picture. It's not That's fucking hilarious. pretty. I was tore. I'm not drinking the rest of the year for the season. Why, bro? That was bad. And then I got home and like sounds like no fun. I was kind of stumbling, and then let's see, it wore off about like eight thirty nine o'clock, which was. Fairly quick. Yeah. And I went to the gym the next morning at like 5.30ish. Still felt drunk? No, but you ever had like those uh, like those post-drunk like shakes? Mm-hmm. I had that. I'm not, I fuck, I brushed the shit out of my teeth. Obviously, I showered after the game too. Mm-hmm. And like I brushed the shit out of my teeth that night because I hate like alcohol breath when you sleep. Yeah. Because it'll wake me up. And then the next morning, I brushed the shit out of my teeth again Cause I didn't want to go to the gym smelling like it. And I'm pretty sure like I sweated all out and I could smell like it. Yeah. And like my breath still fucking smell like alcohol. Yeah, bro. It was, it was bad. <laughs> so, and then like the whole time at the gym, I'm sweating my fucking ass off. 
trying not to like throw up. Like I had the phlegm here. Oh, it was just yeah, it was bad. It was I, yeah, I was I was throwing up. <laughs> I was just yeah. in Haley and I went to bed about like eight forty. No way. Yeah, my mom picked us up. But we walked to A and W after. Uh huh. And then we, I got me some mini corn dogs and ate it. Well, and then we walked to like, what was it? Seventeenth and Irving. My mom picked us up from like right there. Uh. And then we uh. She picked us up. We went to my mom's house to get the girls, and I fucking fell asleep on her couch. <laughs> so Haley was like, "Let's go, come on." And that was like what we got home by like seven. And then I passed out on the couch, and she woke me up, and she's like, "Let's go lay down." Passed out at eight. It was like eight forty because Kata kept saying she had to go to the bathroom. Uh. And then I slept the whole night. That's fucking. Hilarious. Woke up at two, thinking I was late for work. <laughs> it was like two thirty. <laughs> In a fucking panic. And then I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, it's only 2.30. Went back to sleep. Woke That's up. the best. Yeah. It's fucking. So, when I met you at halftime, <clears throat> did I buy you a beer? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> it was just uh, me, too, because Haley was drinking that vodka soda thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. your uncle's like, I'm driving. Yeah. Okay, so I bought you a beer. And that's all we drank at halftime, right? Yeah. So did you drink more? You said you were feeling good. Well, I chugged the one right before you bought me a beer. Oh, I made Because I bought my own beer, yeah. That's you made right. me chug my beer. Yeah. And then I finished that one. And then, yeah, we just stood and talked for like the whole third quarter. Yeah. And then we went and sat down, and the sun was beating on me. I almost fell asleep during the game. <laughs> I did. Did you? Yeah, and then on quarter, because like, you fall asleep? I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, I was sitting there like this, and then like, you know, when the sun hit that like perfect spot, it yeah. started like beating on my neck. I got all warm. It's like. Stretched out like this, kind so of are slumped you, down. Are you a warm sleeper? Oh yeah, if, if it's if I'm warm, I could sleep great. Fuck that. If I'm cold, I could sleep. I, I'm just a sleeper. I could sleep <laughs> great. Nah, like it has to be cold. Okay, perfect example. Last night our room was hot as fuck. Miles like didn't wake up, but he like fussed in his sleep for mm-hmm. a second. So it woke me up, and I looked at my clock, and I was like, man, I'm I have to get up. Like it's got to be close to five, mm-hmm. which is when my alarm goes off. And it was only three thirty. And I hadn't slept for shit. Like, I passed out for, like, a good hour, and then after that, it was on and off. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to Amelia's room. Bro, yeah. slept for two hours in Amelia's I didn't go to the gym this morning. I went no. just now. And I was like, like, my alarm went off at 5, and I was like, no. Like, I'm not going right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was sleeping so good. So I was like, fuck this. Yeah, but, yeah, I was falling asleep during the game, and all Kirk was like, are you falling asleep? I had to apologize. I texted him on Monday. I was like, I'm sorry if I acted like an ass. He's like, no, you're fine. I was like, I was. Oh, yeah, you were good, bro. That was bad. You don't even remember. No, like I do, but I was a sh- like easily a shot away from being done. And then, I know I was just like a nice, steady buzz. And I ate a fuck ton at the tailgate too. Did you? Yes. It's that diet you're on. It is. It truly is. Yeah. And then, because Sundays are my cheat days, because yeah. the games are usually on Sunday, and so fucking. I ate a shit ton. I don't even remember how much I drank for the tailgate. Greg bought a new bottle of peanut butter whiskey. And I probably had four or five shots of that. We went to the brewery and had a beer. Me and Uncle fucking slammed a White Claw on the way into the stadium. I'm pretty sure he bought me a shot of tequila in the stadium. Mm -hmm. The beer I had when I met you. I don't know where that. I don't remember where that came from. If I bought it or if he bought it. I think I bought him a beer. 
And then the beer, and I slammed like half of it. And then the one that we had, yeah, bro, I drank a lot. Wow. All right. Well, I had good reason, I would say. What, to drink? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we'd fucking suck. Um, I mean, where do we even start? I, 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 I don't even, I don't even know what to say anymore at this point. Like, I don't look forward, like, even when we had Drew Locke and Teddy and fuck, for God's sake, Case Keenum, like, I, I still at least looked forward to Sundays. Yeah. But for some reason this year, and I think it's because of, like, all the preseason the hype. hype. It's oh, yeah. just like, wow, I don't even, like, look forward to That's exactly like, how I am now. Like, we play in London on Sunday, and I'm like, I don't want to wake up at 7.30 to watch the fucking, like, I'm going to, but yeah. I don't want to. Like, I should be like, oh, my God, we're 6 and, or whatever the fuck, are, what, what are we, 2 and 5? So, we're 6 and 1 going into London. Like, that's really what it should be, and I should be like, fuck, yeah, like, I'm I'm waking up, like. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's not. I don't even know. It, so. What would you call the one loss in there, like. Oh, I, I honestly six and one. I just kind of threw out like based off the preseason hype. No, yeah, yeah. What the fuck with the preseason hype? We should it, we should we be should seven have been and seven and oh. Yeah, yeah. So, is it weird that I was thinking that our season doesn't our season isn't where it is if Melvin and Javante don't fumble on the one twice in Seattle? No, I was thinking that same thing the other day in the truck. Like, and do you who, think this whole season is completely uh, different? You know how the fans doing that like thing with Brock Hewer, the yeah, Seattle guy. The Seattle guy. So he came on. I think it was like last week before the Jets game, mm-hmm. and he said the same thing. He goes, "If the he goes, I think the season's completely different if the Broncos get one touchdown out of that out of those two fumbles. We're at least three and four. You know, I think it. I think the whole team will be completely completely different. But I'm just saying, like we're. We're at least three and four you know, in that scenario. After that situation, that's when Hackett really started second guessing himself. Yeah, as a coach and as a play caller. Was, did he? When did he hire his? his they hired uh, him. Was it after Seattle? Nope. No, it was after then it went, Then you go into Houston and you had the delay of games here, there, here. and that's. Or, or I mean, yeah, yeah. I was but, talking about okay. like at the game. Okay, yeah, yeah. So in that situation, you had the delay of games there, and then then that following week was when they hired when they hired him, okay. and it was right before the game. Like Saturday. Yeah. Where it was announced. Yeah, I I think that it was like it, the whole season could be turned around. It'd be completely different. You'd whoever, have confidence. listening, fo- like if you really don't follow us on social media, follow us. I feel like we put out good insight and stuff and like start tagging us and stuff. Start And reach out to us on like yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Start DMs. giving your opinions. I mean, for those that are close friends and family, text us about stuff. Like yeah. we want to. Expand a little bit, but like what? So, what do you guys think? Our our listeners, whoever is listening to this, do you think that the season is different? Yes or no? If we don't fumble twice on the one in Seattle, if we get at least one of those, you know, because assuming you get one, the score goes your way, obviously. Yeah, one touchdown, so, so you win the you game because you um, lost by what? One? Assuming the the rest of the game played out how it did. So so yeah, let us know. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, wow, like, this really could be completely different. Well, then you even go back to the Jets game. And the crazy part is, is, is Russ... Sorry, go ahead. Well, like, you even go back to the Jets game this past weekend. The Zach Wilson fumble. Like, you're you're right there. Yeah. The, the call just doesn't go your way. The, like, it just seems like that's the way the season's going, where you're just not getting the... The ball's just not bouncing your way. Right. Nothing's and usually, going your and way. Like, it, it's just... 
bad football. And sometimes that only happens, you know, every once in a while, but it feels like it's been every game this yeah. year. And I'm not making up excuses for bad quarterback play, for bad play calling, uh, bad offensive, you know, drops, uh, fumbles. I mean, whatever, you poor name effort. It. Poor effort, yeah. So, but I mean, still, it that just adds on to the pile of shit. Um, so where do you want to start with all that? What do you think the biggest issue is, truly, with this team? The biggest issue, huh? Like, this is hard because there's so many issues. Right. The playmakers. The playmakers. We're not making plays. Yeah, that's what it is. So, like, your receivers, your running backs. Your quarterback. Tight end. And I wouldn't even say, like, the quarterback is, like, Russell Wilson and even Brett this past weekend, they make reads. But, like, you see these other teams. I was talking to your uncle about it at halftime when you went to the bathroom. And then I, I talked to it when I was watching the Monday night game with uh, with Haley's dad. Uh-huh. And I was telling him about it. So these past few weekends of being able to watch all Sunday football, not having to focus on Broncos or baseball at all, you see these abs are up two one. Keep going. Yeah, you see these other receivers on these teams and running backs like breaking tackles when there's a, a 50 yeah. 50 ball. They're yeah. going they're, to get the 50 50 ball. Yeah, and I don't know what it is in these receivers this year compared to last year and were the previous years. 50 50 balls. There's no effort for no. If the ball's not right in their chest or in their like within the arm's reach, it seems like they're not going to catch it at all or give any effort give any to any even catch it. Yeah, it seems like like Jerry Judy, for example, has had a couple fades in the end zone that most likely weren't catchable, but you never know unless but if you, you try. But then I've also seen him like give up like halfway through a route based off of what a coverage is because he right. doesn't look like he's he's going to be open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. It and it, that's what it's, that's a big thing too is I feel like a lot of our receiver receivers aren't getting open. They're not. I have to sneeze. No, yeah, that's exactly oh. what it is too. Because like, excuse me, in man coverage, it's it's a lot of times where these receivers are like clamped. Yeah, and I don't understand what and then it you, is. And then you have Russell roll out or Brett move in the pocket. Yep, he stepped up in the pocket on one. Yep, and these receivers just stop their route or like like they don't know what to do during There's no a, space a breakdown. Yeah, yeah, and. Obviously, Russell has had a handful of misreads of wide open receivers mm-hmm. right in front of him. I don't like come at me for this. I truly think that's a height issue. Honestly, I think um, it is too. I think it plays a factor in it. I think it's a, a bigger factor than what people think. So that's that like Dolchich for the in the middle in the middle. What game well, was, even that the, was before the, who did we play before the Jets? Um, the Chargers. Chargers. One? Yes. And even before that, there's the Javante one, and then he makes the read late to Javante, and it gets batted down. And the, or like the, the KJ one in the end zone, you know what I mean? Just yeah. over and over and over. And but I I truly think it's a height issue, which goes into play calling. You need to. Not every play has to be a fucking bootleg for Russell to get out of the pocket so he can see downfield. No, because you can move the pocket. Because you can yes, but I mean, let's just cater to him a little bit. I feel like yeah. um, I didn't think I would be on this train this early. I tweeted it after the game, but I I truly do think. Hackett needs to go, unfortunately. I don't... The eye test tells you, and like my gut feeling tells me, that nothing is going to get better, no matter what. I mean, he can hire whoever he wants for help. He can do whatever he wants. 
no, for some reason, there's just some sort of incompetence there with him that's not going to get better. Like, this is his ceiling. Are you talking, like, offensively or just, like, for the team as a whole? Like, you don't see the team as a whole excelling? For Nathaniel Hackett as a head coach and a play caller. And it makes me, like, just question in Green Bay who was calling the plays. Was it, it LaFleur? It was LaFleur the whole time. So there you go. They, they confirmed that before. So why... why the, only, the only OC that was... Uh, Calling the plays 100% of the time was a Dable in Buffalo that got hired out of the OCs, or okay. the guys that got hired. Okay. Kevin O'Connell would help with the uh, – McVay would let him call plays in the preseason. He would call drives, and then if they were up by a lot, like late in games. Okay. And then, like, Hackett. Um, really he probably had some he probably input. But well, I mean, clearly his first 15 or his scripted plays, so – that's when well, the Broncos are at their best right yeah, now. Yeah, and that's every team in the league that has a scripted first 15. Or 20 even, correct? We, well, the ones running this, like, West Coast style, like... Is 15. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, it's not that it's 15, but they're the main ones that do the scripted, like... This is what we like, this is what we want to see early yeah. type stuff. Yeah. But you nope. just see, like, his play calling... I tweeted this, his play calling, like, flow, it just doesn't work. Explain. Like... You go, we'll go the fourth quarter of this last, or the coming out of halftime, this last game. Mm-hmm. You're, you've been running the ball surprisingly decent. Uh, decent, okay, decent. I mean, the the touchdown drive, you ran the ball like pretty much down their throat. Right. The whole way down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, In the first quarter. Against a pretty, pretty good defense, like run Front def- seven. Yeah. So, and then you come out of halftime and... You go pass, 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 another pass, another pass, another pass. I mean, you got one first down, but then you still had to punt. Yep. Then you get to a – he's had so many times where he gets to a third and one, and it's let's go shotgun, let's pass. Yeah, and it's like why does your brain fry so much on such a simplistic play call, I feel like? Yeah. Cause whether it's Melvin, whether and, it's Mike Boone, whether even, it's Latavius, whether it's Javante – I mean, I feel like, yes, there's situations where for sure you can go in shotgun. Yeah. But, I, I mean, let's at least get under center. If you want to run a play, no, that's what I'm play saying. on third and yeah. one, that, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it's not the pass a, that bothers me. It's the shotgun formation. It's the formation. shotgun formation. Yeah. I mean, and Especially when you have a quarter, a, a starting quarterback that is so good on the run yeah. outside the pocket. Who, who looks like he's not as scared to run anymore. I mean, we're kind of pointing that out, too. Yeah. The hamstring, the might it, it slow might him down a little bit, but slow him down a little bit now. You but only need one step from that linebacker to bite the run for your receiver to be open. You only need one fucking yard, and the yeah. amount of times we've been in third and one, third and two at the most this yeah. year is just fucking abysmal. Mm-hmm. The going to the the overtime game against Indy, yeah, it's fourth and one. You still have five to go, or was it four? It was five or four to go for the end zone. But hey, dumb fuck. You get the one. It's a it's a fresh set of downs. You yeah. have four more plays to go get in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I just don't. It's it's pee wee football that's not being ran in yeah. the, the fucking NFL level, and I don't understand it. And what's and worse I think is you ma- see it across the board too. You see it all through the NFL, especially right. in Green Bay right now, where he came from. I haven't watched a lot of Green Bay stuff. Uh, I mean, as much as I I can. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just. It's it's pee wee level football that isn't being run, and I think it just it's level. just a lot of it too is just the league of 
it's the past happy league we're in now. Which is okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. But, I mean, good coaches and good teams. Let me even make this fucking simpler. Any athlete knows that fundamentals are called fundamentals for a reason. Yeah. And I feel like on third and one, you should have a fundamental play call as a coach. Just Whether you're easy, coaching yeah. peewee, high school, college, or whatever. Yeah, you only need a yard. You only need a yard. And if you don't get it, hats off to the front five for stacking the box on yeah. a run and not getting it. If you run a fucking play uh, a play action play and, and one of your offensive linemen misses his assignment and your fucking quarterback gets sacked, well, so be it. Yeah, that's just a good play by it's them. It's just a good play by them. If you run a play action play, a ball gets batted or your quarterback makes... I mean, it's shit's going to happen. You're not yeah. going to convert every third and one, but give your... You're such a fucking analytics guy and you stressed it so much in your press conferences before the year started. Mm-hmm. Use the analytics on third and fucking one. Not if we should go for it uh, with 13 minutes left in the second quarter because the analytics say if you do like don't do that you're yeah. outsmarting yourself and you're trying to outcoach yourself. And I think that's what it cute. is. So my thing for him because you said you want him fired. I think I want to see him give up play calls to somebody else. I feel like, and then yeah, you'll go, see sorry, him. Go ahead. You'll see him stop overthinking so much because he's already a guy that's. You could already tell he's go, a guy go, that go. just fucking go. Yeah. You know? So now that he's focusing on, I got to call the plays, I got to manage the clock. And even though they have, I forget the dude's name that Alton. they hired. No, the other guy. The assistant. Yeah. The, his Jerry, game manager. Jerry assistant. guy, yeah. Jerry Rosenberg or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So even though they hired him, like, I think if Hackett was to give up play calls, then you're able to focus, like, so now you have somebody else calling the plays calling the offense and you could go on the mic and go hey we're say you're second and five right here and it's like okay second and five if we fall a yard short just know you're in two down territory like two down territory we're going for it on fourth yeah i want you to go for it on fourth have two plays ready that's all you got to say and then you yeah then you You let your you let your oc do his thing yep you know the situation in seattle like hey mcmanus said he this is his spot. Forty six left hash. <laughs> yeah, if we get if we get there, um, if we get there, we're gonna kick it. If it's fourth and seven, yeah, if, yeah it, if it's fourth, yes. if it's fourth and five, we're going. If it's fourth and six, we're because that, yeah. that's what that was his thing. And I understand but the like, NF- and I understand the NFL is you're competing with the best of the best, coaching with the best of the best. But in order to be the best of the best. I understand the fucking play clock is only 40 seconds and in a two minute drill, it's 10 and you, you know, realistically, but like you have to have this stuff and that's what practice is for. That's what being a good coach is taking. I mean, it sounds corny and cliche, but taking your practices seriously, working Mm -hmm. on this stuff in practice. So it's not a clusterfuck when you get to the game. And then, and I I would say before practice, like, cause you had asked me this about like preseason and seeing him now, like in the regular season. I do think he botched the preseason. Yeah, for sure. The way he ran it. And I I think so too, but I think we need to stop using that as an excuse. I just think No, that it's not an excuse, but a, it, it, it's a big factor of play. Yeah. Yeah. I think if he would have redid the preseason and he's probably sitting there thinking like fuck, I should have redid the preseason. But yeah. Yeah. I should have did it a different way. Yeah. So I think he doesn't seem like a stupid guy. That's the crazy part. Like he no, seems he like doesn't. A, and he seems like a pretty self-aware coach. I think as of right now, he's just trying to make it into the bye week. And then I wouldn't be surprised if, depending on how Saturday goes or whatever, or Sunday goes, you see him 
give up his play calling to somebody else. He already said there's going to be no adjustments made. We're going status quo. No, yeah, going into Sunday, yeah. Okay. But I'm talking like by week. You got a whole Here. week plus a but another nine-hour flight back. Yeah. So Here's my issue. You just had a mini by week. You just had 10 days. I mean, we it would be a different conversation if we went toe-to-toe with the Jets and it was 21-24, 23-24, you know, and our defense played sub, uh, decent. You know, they gave up whatever amount of points. Yeah. Our offense looked okay. You know, I mean, with a backup quarterback especially, and uh, I can't even say that with a backup quarterback because then that would spark a whole new conversation. But let's just say, like, the Raider game, the first half, I was like, okay, this is turning around. Mm-hmm. We look good. And you can go back to that game, too, saying if Melvin doesn't have the scoop and score, you know, the, the big fumble, does that change the game, too? Yeah. I mean, you can have all these conversations. But the thing that I'm trying to get at is when we see improvement in the first half and then after that there's no adjustments made and it just goes out the fucking window, mm-hmm. Why? What is, what is the conversation we're having? Because... There's no improvement week to week, and we're losing by a couple. In the second half, yeah. I mean, we are losing by a couple, but that's because your defense is playing immaculate and top probably three in the league. I mean, I don't know what the statistics are like. I think some people like, are saying like they're number one right now. It, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And so it's just like, that's the only reason you're in these close games, or else these would be blowouts. And like truly, I'm terrified to play Kansas City twice. Baltimore, like the rest of the schedule, Baltimore I'm not so worried about. L.A., I, I feel like Sean McVay is a good coach. I'm terrified for that game, too. Uh, Arizona, and eh, that could be a fucking coin flip, but we've said that about how many games already. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, all these are all offenses who are still putting up points. And the whole bend-don't-break you know, mentality for your defense, I feel like is just it gets worn out at some point. I don't, I don't think so this defense is that, it's in that mentality. But I'm like, like from like a fan's perspective, like, do you know how many times a week I say, all right, defense, one last drive to give our offense a chance, Ben, don't break. Like, just to myself is what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, I don't think that's their mentality, but like to me yeah. as a fan. I think this this defense has way more playmakers on it than our offensive side does. For sure. And from a mentality standpoint, I think the guys we have on defense are out there thinking like, well, I got to go make a play. Yeah. we I have to make a play for us to have a chance. Yeah. Opposed to like. Before, like last year with Vic, like you could tell the mentality was bend don't bend, break. Don't break. Make the easy play. Don't put yourself in a predicament to give up the big play type thing. You yeah. Know? Um so yeah, I mean like I, I there's it's just baffling. And like I said, it would be different if we were having a conversation of almost had it. If if Cortland if the refs would have gave us that spot, if uh you know, the PI call. It, yeah, if there yeah. was, if they would have called that PI, just whatever. If we were having these what if conversations versus what it is, you know, the crazy thing is, is they are having these what if conversations. Yeah, but I don't think they're they're heavy enough what if conversations to be to to where our record could be flipped to five and two or even four. I would I would take four and three. We just we just flipped them though. They flipped them too. Like you you heard it after. The first, what, four pressers for with Hackett and, like, for the first game, first four games in the press conferences, there you heard Hackett and Russell talking about, we're, we're so almost close. there. Yeah, and We almost had this play. Almost had that play. 
So they're they're talking about it, and that's why you see Hackett still calling plays because he sees we're almost there. You see Hackett being like, "Well, I called a good play here. Russell misses this read," and then you see Russell on a play where he's like, "Well, I gave a good ball here, and it was dropped. You know, the route wasn't right, yeah. timing wasn't there." So and is I, that what it is then? Is it? It's this is a. I think it's still a whole lot of new, and I think Hackett's. I think he still gets overwhelmed in the second half. I think. Things start to happen fast, and we already said he's a go-go-go guy. I think if he gave up play calling to somebody else, even who knows, Allen might. He's never did the play calling job before, but he might be able to do it. He might be able to do it. Yeah, you know. So why not give him the play calls? And if not, you have your your quarterbacks coach. And this is what I tweeted: is Clint Kubiak's called plays? He called plays last year in Minnesota. Yeah. If you're not gonna give it to Allen, give it to Clint. Yep. He's up in the box, you know. He could see the field. He could still talk to Russell. Like he's his quarterback coach. I don't see why you wouldn't go there either. Well, he's not Russell's quarterback coach. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Russell has his own guy for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's get into him yeah. now, because I have a lot of people that I from college and stuff, just mm-hmm. friends that I played with, or people from wherever. Yeah, you know. And they are football fans, but they're not Bronco fans, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice. And Russell's washed. Russell's this. Russell's that. Yada, oh, yeah, that's yada. everybody. I don't think I, I kind of think I already know where this conversation is going to go, but this is our recap and we have to have this conversation. So what do you think's up with Russ? He's hurt. Like mm. injured hurt. Like, yeah. Grade two tear. Yeah. It's serious. Very serious. And it's bothering him. Think he plays Sunday? Yes. You do? Yeah. We'll get into that next episode Thursday. Mm-hmm. By the way, guys, if you made it this far, Tony and I are going to try to uh, push out two episodes a week, um, the early one being a like a recap episode, and then the one after upcoming, and that's with all sports that are going on right now, uh, Broncos, Nuggets, Avs. And, and yeah, so that's going to kind of be the new agenda we're going to push for. Winter's coming up. We have a lot more time on our hands. Um, but, okay, so... Grade two tear. You think he plays Sunday? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that next episode. Uh, I think the injuries have something to do with it. Um, I'm kind of sick of national media and even local media criticizing the personality that Russell Wilson is. How he he kind of is a diva. You know, he lives no, the yeah. L.A. lifestyle, which I it's it's. When, let me tell you what. Right after a game, when you're emotionally fucking pissed off. It bugs, you know, and you see him in his navy blue silk suit a couple weeks ago, and it's like, fuck off. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm i yeah. so irritated with you right now, but at the same time, it's like, who fucking cares? Part of me, Oh, well, he flew to L.A. for the injection. He could do that here. Well, he might have a special doctor that he's been going to yeah, since fucking That he college, trusts. That he you know? trusts. You know, it's, yeah. yeah. Look at his wife. His wife is a super... And, yes, and I, I think that's where he you, got it from, too, is yeah, his and, lifestyle now. Is. And you don't see Tom... I know Tom Brady was with Giselle for how many years? You didn't. You never saw him going to in between camps, you know, the six weeks that they have off to fucking 22 different places, but it's like... But Giselle also, like, put her... Kind of put her... Personal life aside. Yeah, her... her she put her... Lifestyle. Her, her lifestyle on hold. Yeah. Those whole years up until now, and then that now they be, got their problems. Well, now it didn't work out, but <laughs> uh, but so so going back to it, it's kind of like get over it. Who cares? And to He's, me, like who? Or what are you jealous? Like because we all are. What I see with get Russ over it. too is he 
who are we to say that he doesn't go home at night and he's not fucking pissed off? He's a, he seems, he comes off to me like a political, look, a guy that has to be politically correct and he's not going to show you to your camera, to your face that he, you upset him, that you, like emotionally he, you got to him. You got to, so yeah. So who, who are we to say that he doesn't go home and he's like, fuck, like, I miss this read. He's watching film like, fuck, I fucked up here. I, I was going to say, who's, up here. who says on his fucking 14 hour flight to Italy with his wife and kids on a private plane, he's not watching film for eight of those 14 hours. No, they said he does. They said the hard work's there. He's actually and working sh- hard. You know, and I'm sure it is. So it's like, stop it. Yeah. Let him live his life. I mean, oh, well, you have to reach through his manager to get a hold of him, even if you're an old teammate. Oh, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, a lot well, of that's, that, a, that's a toxicity in the locker room. Is what it else? really? Because he was in San Diego with all the guys. For, so, you know, who's that to say that that didn't like. We don't know the full story there no. either. And the national media doesn't either. And so local media doesn't either. So who, who knows what happened in the locker room where they got into it and then Russ, like they're going at Russ and Russ was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like we're not friends like that. You guys could just get kick rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Who's to say that? Uh, well, oh, it, well, it was corny that Russell, uh, after the indie game, sat in his locker for an hour with Nathaniel Hackett and Talking. did his presser an hour late with his with his uniform on and ended it with a shitty Broncos country. Let's ride. That's who he is. He wants to be Mister Uppity, which is okay. Yeah, it, that's fine. Okay, who's to say that that conversation that he stood in his fucking uniform for was? Hackett what giving him an ass on? chewing yeah. or, or vice we, versa yeah. or him and Hackett both sitting in his locker and pulling every player aside and saying, what are we doing wrong? We want to make yeah, this. We better. need to figure this out. Nobody knows that. So it's like, I don't think there's a distant, uh, disconnect, disconnect in the locker room between Russ and the guys like, you know, uh, and I could be a little over analytical, but, um, no, that's big pregame. Though. I was watching Russell he went up to every player, you talks, know, to everyone. talks to everybody. Everybody seems to enjoy talking yeah. to him back. I think the clickiest thing we've seen so far is Jerry and Melvin. I think we maybe blew that up a little more than what we should have. Players talk, you, players get frustrated. You, yeah, you they can talk see to Jerry each other. was verbally upset. Yeah, or, which yeah. has a right to be. Um, so it's maybe we're overcomplicating this whole situation. No, I think it is, and I think a lot of it is because we have the national media because we've been on so many primetime games, because you open social media and it's, like you said, bashing Russ, because everybody yeah. saw the way he played. Nobody talks about how he threw for 340 yards against Seattle in the, ho- in the nope. season opener. Nope. You know, how he th- has these first halves with the scripted plays where he's damn near perfect. Uh, San Diego, he was, what, 10 for 10 for like 116 with And a touchdown. touchdown. And yeah. the Raiders, he was pretty damn close pretty to the close same to that one. as well. I, he might have even been better. So completion percentage no, but I think he might have had more yards, and he had that touchdown to Judy that first half too. Yeah. So yeah, so there. It's weird to say like, if I bet you if we went and thoroughly watched every game back, which I know would be torture, and fucking <laughs> <laughs> we'd want to gouge our eyes out by the end of it. But like, I guarantee you, there's slow progressions to where it is getting better, and it's mean minute. Mi- like minimal, wow, minuscule, yeah, yeah, minuscule, whatever, minimal. Whatever. One of the, the M words, the easier word, please, because yeah. I clearly can't fucking use my small brain. So like we could go, and because we're getting so much shine, so much light shine on the negative that's going around this team, we're not seeing any positives. Yeah, okay. Which is what I like. What the fan was talking. I don't. 
I don't know if you listened today, but they're talking about how this trip for this team. I haven't listened all week, and I've chose not to. This trip for this team is probably the best thing that could have happened at this point of the season. Because you're stuck on a plane for 14 hours. At least nine hours out there. But then you're forced. This whole, with the way that Hackett decided to leave, you're forced to hang out as a team for a whole week. Okay. And be around the guys. Okay. And I know it's probably weird. Defense and offense. Yeah. Team bond. And this might sound corny to some people because, you know, these are grown, like, professional athletes. Like, you You need shouldn't matter who you play with, blah, blah, blah. You need that. You're getting paid to play. But, yeah, like you said, you need it. Yeah. You need to be able to, yeah. especially when you're coming to something new. Yeah. You know, Russell Wilson's probably known these guys since uh, April. If they were at OTAs, I think we had a good amount of people yeah. besides Melvin show up for OTAs. Uh, I'm sure there was a couple And he already people, knew Melvin whatever. from college. So. Uh, right. Um, so, yeah, I would say around then, yeah. but And then outside of that, like outside you of said OTA, June? April. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Six months? Yeah. I'll and then outside what, of if, that. Uh, I'll tell that, you what. If I've known somebody for six months, it's every time I see him, it's kind of like, hey, bro, how you, how you doing? Uh, what was the last thing we talked yeah. Hey, how's and, and outside of that, started like, school? Like, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. They probably don't know, like, I mean, with Russ, they probably know his outside life. Yeah. Because it's out there. Yeah. But Russ probably doesn't know what's going on with, like. Jerry Judy's kid that he has. And the, the newborn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, or, Jay, hey, Jew, it's a 10-minute conversation on the plane. How's yeah. the new baby? Or about, like, Dalton Reisner's wedding that he just had or he's going to have yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah. He, d- he just probably just doesn't shit. know these things. Yeah. Which can go back to how his persona is, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like you listen to Derek Wolf, and he's just all over that. Oh, I wouldn't want to fucking play for him. Well, then... For Hackett? Or for- no, for Russ, because oh, of, yeah. he's Mr. L.A. Oh, well, then you... Probably wouldn't, truly. Yeah. Like, you know. But then he did say, like, because he reached out to McManus. Was this last week? Wolf did? Yeah. Because he still talks to him okay. regularly. And McManus said he listens to his show all the time, blah, blah, blah. But McManus told him that he's getting Russ to, like, hang out with the guys more, like, in the locker room. Because, you know, Russ has the office. Yeah. And he said Russ goes up there and he, he goes, he works. But that's all he does is work. Okay. So he, McManus is making the point to get him down to basically do what we're just talking about. Where the little shit to be a yes, be a guy, to be a guy. You know, be one of the be one of the guys and just hang out and bullshit. Let dudes be dudes. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm hoping he does that when Let's they're out, hang in, out London, in the locker you know? room with you know. And even if we hear that 15, they like 20, with the PlayStation, you know, let's you know, play some PlayStation. And this might sound weird, but if it came on the news like Denver Broncos getting pub fight at. Out in London with Russell Wilson and like the offense. I'd be pretty <laughs> fucking happy. You know? I it's mean, something. besides, they probably wouldn't play in, yeah, in, in but, London. Yeah, you'd but, forfeit. But yeah. <laughs> if Russ got in a fight in <laughs> London in a pub because they were drinking, I'm going to tell you right now. Having Ru- a good time. Russ ain't fighting nobody, dude. <laughs> hey, you never know if he's drunk enough. I'm just saying. Oh, shit. Okay. That means he's being one of the guys. He's dudes being dude. We need a, yeah. I need to get a stream deck and we need to have a bunch of fucking odd ants. I was Bro. gonna text him today too. God damn it, we need him. I'll text him now. We need him bad. Well, I'm gonna get us a stream deck, and and we're gonna have like preloaded sounds. They sell them at Apple. They sell them uh, the Elgato ones, and it's like 120 bucks. They're cheap. You oh, you want your own? 
I think the fan just uses an iPad. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck the fan. This is all pro dads, bitch. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I feel a little, little better now that we kind of talk this way. And I think we're giving some good insight. And we could be completely fucking wrong. They could absolutely hate each other and want to fucking <laughs> trying to shank each other in the shower or some shit. Like, if it's prison fights, you know? But a positive I, way to spin it is, you know, they just don't know each other. I mean, and I it truly realistic. If I you think, think that's what it is, if you think so, you're like summer teams that you played on, like after Little League was over, right? Yeah. And you had to meet all these new kids every yeah. fucking season. Yeah. And you were like, all right, like the first like month of that summer season. That kid was singled out pretty good. Yeah. You were like, I yeah, know who the fuck this kid is. And then by the yeah. end of it, you're like, oh, he's just one of us now. Yeah, pretty much. And that's Russ right now. He's the only new piece to this to this team, pretty much. On the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. But, but defensive guys are different. They're not yeah, but ego guys. No, but I feel like defensive guys and offensive guys, not saying they don't hang out, but that doesn't need to happen as exaggerated. No, yeah, I, don't, he, uh, I think it's... Fucking Russell Wilson doesn't need to have a great relationship with DJ Jones no, for yeah, DJ no, Jones no. to play good. You know? No, yeah. But no, I get what you're saying, yes. Uh, so yeah, that I'm feeling a little good. And that's now. probably why DJ, and I think like, that truly is a big disconnect. Yeah. Now, as far as lack of effort, play calling being shaky, um, like that's a whole other issue. No, but yeah, that, like that you goes to going else. back to your point of what you said before that whole thing happened of the minuscule shit that we can point out could be because of that. So just the little things. I mean, yeah. and then you'll see our. Yeah, I think. Coaching outside of Hackett is weird. Why do you say that? Because, like, our receivers, they're lacking. And they're they're the only positional group that had their positional coach retained. Okay. So it's like you would expect that positional group to be excelling far more and better than everybody else. It could be the disconnect with Russ. I understand they worked out in San Diego, yeah, but, but that doesn't like, that doesn't make a difference when you had Brett Rippin throwing last week, who also looked like shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know there was still miscommunication yeah. there, and Brett Rippin's been here for three years now. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Three years. Yep. yep. Three. So it's so as long as Judy. Yep. And KJ. So yep. so. Well, what's going take on? Take a year away from KJ. Yeah. But still, but, yeah, but still. Well, then I think that just goes to play calling. So, or does that I, go I to think, their, and to, or, to wrap this, go ahead. Sorry. Or does that go to their positional coach? Uh, could be a little bit of both. I think it's more on the play calling side if you were to scale it out. I mean, that's just my opinion. I could be completely fucking wrong. Yeah. But I think to wrap everything up, I, your $250 million quarterback isn't washed. He's not losing it. I mean, he might lose a little bit of speed, whatever. He still has a football brain. His arm, for even having a torn lat, looked, I think looks good. Well, yeah, that ball he underthrew to to KJ. Well, he had a defender. Uh, no, yeah, no, yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say. He yeah. had the defender. He couldn't step in. And he still got fully 40, step into the throw. 40-45 downfield. Yeah. Yeah. So, at sea level, whatever difference that makes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for having that, I mean, he's a tough son of a bitch, I think. And he really does want to win, and he is a competitor. Um, let's... 
just look at it with tunnel vision outside of his lifestyle he lives and stuff, you know? And, I mean, just hopefully we can turn around. I, I think realistically playoffs and stuff is out of question, but, I mean, let's... You don't. You never know. Yeah, the league is crazy. Any, any given Sunday. I mean, yeah. you just saw yeah. Tampa Bay put up three points in a game. Yeah, against a team that just fired their head coach. So. Yep, yep. So it's, the NFL. It's, it's any given Sunday. So yeah. To, but I think to wrap it all up, in my opinion, I think it's more on Hackett. Um, if it continues this way, obviously he'll be gone. I, if not, and something better happens, he could be retained. Um, I did read an article saying that the owners kind of came out and said they were pretty embarrassed about how stuff's been going, which is understandable. Um, I don't think Russ is the issue for the most part. I think he has his issues he definitely needs to work on. Um, And, you know, like you said, question the playmakers around him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, The hard part now is if you want to get better playmakers, the way that we've performed so far, you're not going to get the Odell here for a home team discount. You know, you're not going to – most likely what happened with Peyton isn't going to happen on that high of a scale. In my opinion, so that's just me. I mean, that's kind of where I stand. I think. It's I a, think after our conversation, I'd want to revoke the fire Hackett train. I think that was more of just frustration. So let's keep giving him some time. I think he'll get this season, and then maybe a couple games the next. And if it's all bad, it's all. I mean, well, unless you don't win a single game the rest of the season, right? He'll be gone. Yeah, like it has to be that bad. I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you What do you think? What do you think? Do you agree with that, or are you kind of... No, yeah, I agree. I mean... The play There's ma- issues everywhere, the, the, but... Yeah, I think it's more than just Russ and Hackett. Yeah. And the playmaker thing, I think it's just effort. I mean, oh. a 50-50 ball doesn't take you to be a first-round pick, second-round pick, an all-pro guy to go get. You know, just go get the fucking ball. Yeah, for You're, sure. you got quarterbacks that are struggling. you got an offense that is struggling. Go make a fucking play. Go make a play. One play can turn your whole season around, just like we talked about. Potentially, one play. You score can, one touchdown, and just everybody's confidence is just different. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, hopefully Russ gets healthy. Hopefully he plays Sunday. We'll get into that next episode here in a couple mm-hmm. days. Uh, let's uh, let's go on down to the sack, huh? Mm-hmm. What do we what do we got for an update on those Avalanche? <laughs> OT just started. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's two two. Oh no. Late third period goal. Really? Jimmy Vesey? Couldn't tell you, brother. Let's see. All right. Overtime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. It's okay. They are 3-2-1, uh, and one, which in my eyes is 500. So what's, uh, what's, what's the issue over there, guy? With them? Yeah. <laughs> they had a short offseason with a lot of partying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got a. I mean, the goalie's not playing great. Terrible. I, would, that's, I mean, that was gonna be kind of my their schedule. Kind of, he's playing like okay, good, but he's also new to he's for sure the new piece to the team. We Dar- saw it with Kemper Darcy last Kemper. year. Yeah, you know, and I think and what's a little more concerning is the way Franco plays behind these guys with the experience he has. Yeah, that's the one that worries me. It doesn't necessarily worry me as him specifically, but kind of as like the whole goalie group as a core. Because you were expecting you were expecting him to at least be competent, much better. Yeah. Than 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 what he's been. How do you say? It? Gorg, is it Gorgiev, Gorgiev or Georgiev? Gorgiev. Gorgiev. You, at least you, to start, you know. Yeah, but like you said, there's a lot of partying. I mean, it's 
We saw this happen last year when we everybody within the first Started week and panicking. a half of the season was in straight panic mode, yeah. fire Bednar. Like, it was, let's pump the brakes a little bit, 82 games. They still have the it, best power play in the NHL. You, you're going to be with, you don't have your captain, uh, you know, the hardest for another, team. what, three months? Yeah, which uh, good teams adapt to that, and I think they will. But let's just, let's relax a little bit. They're 3-2-1. and one. Um, Their schedule also, there's... Their scheduling for those, what they had a back the first back. week. <laughs> the first two games were back to back, and they had to go from. You had to uh, travel from here to Calgary. Yeah, so, I mean, whatever, it is what it is. And then they, be had okay. a, they had a comp like, let's, they had a big win in Vegas. I was like, yeah, yeah, against a, a big rival. This is a big game tonight. You're in MSG. Yeah, you know, um, this starts the first road trip of the year too. I think. Yeah, and they've proved to us already. That they're good enough to where they've they just want a Stanley Cup. We don't need to be fire Bednard, trade get value while you can't you, no. Let's just let it play out. People saying that? No, but oh, I'm I was just like, saying, like, you know, if those they wouldn't because they just want a cup. But yeah. it's different from panic from, from the first week years, last yeah. year. Yes. So let's pump the brakes on that. Get you know, they're they've stayed somewhat healthy. Devontae's has missed a couple games. Yeah, he's um, back tonight. And I can't think of any other big injuries on that. So it's... Val's playing great. Val, that contract extension makes Joe Sackett look like a genius. Um, Makes me look like a fucking moron because I didn't like it at the time. Uh, But, I mean... He had another goal tonight, too. Yeah. That's uh, that's seven goals in seven games. His fifth power play goal. He had five power play goals all last year. It's unreal. How many do you have in the playoffs? Do you remember? No. I only know that stat because the announcer said it. And I oh, was like, shit. holy shit. That's nuts. And they were, at that point, they were 11 for 19 on power plays. Jeez. On the season. God damn. He just had another shot on goal. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's we'll get into more abs and nuggets as they pick up. Um, obviously, the Broncos is the bulk. Uh, so don't panic. They're they're three two they're, and one. They're five hundred season. It's a long year. Yeah. I mean the hockey season's f- unreal. How you, long it goes? Yeah. Yeah, and you pick it up three months after it's done, or what? At whatever. least this time you did. Yeah. Yeah. So let it go. We'll be all right. Um, you already got you already got a point for being an OT tonight. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, which l- this will like be your what your second OT game? Yeah, like already? we preached last year. Um. President's Trophy doesn't mean a fucking thing. No, you didn't get it last I'm a, year. I'm a points guy. You know, yeah. let's just rack them up. I'll take what we can get. It's all um, about seeding. Yeah, yeah. And as long as playoffs come through here, I think we're okay. At least for the first two rounds, you know. Yeah. They obviously showed they could win on the road, so it doesn't. Honestly, it doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> let's go get as long as you cup, get huh? to the playoffs. Fuck yeah, it. for sure. All right, uh, let's go left nut to right nut in the sack mm-hmm. <clears throat> to the to the Nuggets. Let you kick this one off, cause I'm a little, a little upset with them guys. I don't want to. We we had a good positive Look ending to the Broncos conversation. We had a, a positive Avs short conversation. So yeah, I'm not worried. I don't know. You're not worried. If you're not if worried. I, that if Michael I had to put Malone it on like a, not a good NBA coach. If I had to put it on a one to ten, I mean, I'd be at like a three right now. I don't know, maybe a two. You're not worried about getting blown out by how much against Utah, who's has all new players. No, because when I looked at the lineup, it was 
it was weird when I like first when I saw who was playing. The guys that they signed are all guys that have always gave the Nuggets like it's like a whole team of guys that just somehow play their fucking best <laughs> against the Nuggets. They had Colin Colin Sexton like marking in, and I was like, who's what the fuck? Conley always like has a good game against like it was just weird. It was also the first game of the year. And then they the bounce back against was it Golden State after that? Yeah, that game was nuts. So they showed they could bounce back. What was it then? They won the next one against OKC. Now they sit at two and two. It's four games in. Yeah, but you blew a big lead to Portland. I, I, I you also even... had a guy that fucking looked like he was Kobe reincarnated <laughs> in the third quarter. Couldn't miss a fucking shot. Hands in his face, like he's just hitting everything he threw up. Yeah, twenty-two points. I mean, I'm not worried about the the point totals right now for defense because. As we know from betting, I mean, the overs in an NBA season early in the year, like... Most of the time hit. <laughs> yeah, they're always there. The high-scoring games, like... Yeah. And it doesn't... Post defenses all, don't clap down until post-all-star post break. break. So, so there's a little betting advice. We're not professional yeah. gamblers, but take it with a grain of salt as you will. <laughs> Alternates are your friend. <laughs> yeah. It's just... And it's another unit. Like, I know we said Utah's, like hasn't played together. They're all new guys. But this Nuggets team from last year? Nate just got a penalty. Uh-oh, that's not good. We won the face-off, though. There's a minute and a half left. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, this Nuggets team from guys that have actually played last year, like f- a full season, you got four guys. Okay. Because Zeke Najee's not getting any minutes right now. Mm-mm. You have Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green, Bones Highland, and Jokic. Other than that, this whole roster, everybody that's playing, is new. Or was hurt. Or was hurt. For yeah. the whole year, yeah. Which I'm pretty much going to say they're new. They're right, right, yeah, right, right, it's, yeah, it's yeah. still all new. Yeah, yeah. I mean, AG's what played what, how many games with Jamal and MPJ on the court? Was it like 40 games or something like that? Yeah, if yeah. that, it was like 20-something games They said maybe? the big four played a total of what, like 12 games together or something exactly. stupid? So it's, it's, an, it's a four-game. Four games into an eighty-two game season. Okay, then I'll I mean, then I'll just keep my criticisms to myself for now. <laughs> I know you want him fired already. I, mean, I I just can't Malone. I just don't. I don't know. He just he doesn't seem like the guy, man. I don't. There's something about Malone that just is not it for me. What gets me is if he if if he wasn't a good coach, the players would have gave up on him already. True, and I don't see it. And in the NBA, that's that happens very frequently because it's an egotistical league. Yeah, so I would agree. I mean, you you see MPJ playing defense now, which is fucking weird to see. Kind of. For MPJ, this is defense. <laughs> From when he came into the league, this yeah. is defense. The rebounding, he's always been a great rebounder. great rebounder. Yeah. So I think people overlook that. But if like MPJ his, don't his, get six a night, like he got weird. outworked. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah, you you see a team that's still playing for him, and once, as long as they're playing for him still, and he could criticize them in his pre- in their post game pressers, and they'll respond the next game, which is what they did all last year. Like, they would lose, they would be embarrassed. Yeah, but where's he would the criticism? Go, Sorry, go ahead. He would go on a presser. He'd criticize them, like, because defense is in the NBA's effort. Yeah, it's not a game plan. It's no. not the NFL. It's no. 
either you you're manned up one-on-one and either you're gonna have the effort to stop this guy or you're gonna just allow him to get whatever the fuck he wants and that's what they have right now or you're gonna have a hand in his face he's gonna hit a great shot yeah yeah and which is what simmons simmons was doing in the third quarter on yeah for portland like so but when's the self-criticism gonna come in from alone because it seems like that never happens and as a coach you sometimes you have to fall on the sword in my opinion. I think he has a couple times. Last season. Not this season. Yeah, it's still early. But. Let's put it under the microscope for this year then. Let's kind of put that as a mental note in our head to look for maybe. Yeah, because I think his coaching hasn't been bad as of late. Like, <laughs> I had some socks like that too. God damn. I just felt my crock. I was like, why is it so cold? Um, shoot up. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm watching right now. But yeah, so... I think I just you just give him time. Okay. They've gotten better as a team every year, and you have a back to back MVP. So yeah, he took your. I mean, obviously he did something right because he took your the team with Jokic. I mean, they won forty eight games last year, which they could without MPJ and Jamal and Jamal, and you were playing guys that are no longer on your roster. Yeah. Okay, well. They're getting started. They're getting warmed up. Uh, should be a fun year for both teams, I think. Hopefully, Denver continue to turn it around. Hopefully, you're listening to this episode before the next one because the next one will be upcoming. You want to do upcoming for the Avs and Nuggets real quick? Oh, we can do that. We can do that next. I think the Nuggets got a game tomorrow. Oh, the they Nuggets play, the play tomorrow, tomorrow That's it. Should be a W. Yeah, the Lakers are bad. Should be a W. The Lakers won't even make the playoffs again this year. No, yeah, they're not good. And they'll be complete sellers at the deadline. Like, I think they're going to – it's time to just rebuild. You had your run, whatever you want to call it with LeBron. Just Yeah, that's a whole – that could be a whole episode. I think you're going to see Bron and Bronny in a Lakers jersey together. You think a Lakers jersey? I think that's why they're still staying that bad. That's why Bron's staying there. Why why else would he stay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he just just signed an extension, no? Yeah, you know, he could easily go in there and be like – yeah, fuck this. Right. Trade me now. Highest bidder. That's what yeah. he did to Cleveland. All right. Um. What? So what? Uh, Hold on. Do they get an extra point? Uh, for being in a shootout or no? No. Negative. They got to win to get the extra point. Shisterkin, huh? Igor Shisterkin. He's a fucking animal. Yeah, he's good. Uh, what was I just looking at, bro? Why are they not showing the Rangers shots? Like, if they're missing or or what? If they're getting say, oh well, I guess it's still zero zero when Kale shot that attempt. Dang. Um, we haven't seen this from a goalie in a long time. What? Man had forty four saves on forty six attempts. Miko Rantanen scores ninety five percent. God damn, 95. Well, no, we just went down. <laughs> no, that's for Gorgiev. Oh, wow. Yeah, that Whoa. was Gorgiev. Elson, that, Gorgiev. That's a problem. That's a problem. I mean, New York is good and young, but god damn. What, 46 attempts? That's, yeah, that's not okay. Um, the 44 saves is... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck, they uh, just tied it up and shoot out. Abs were out shot tonight. Doesn't happen often. 42 saves. Okay. 
for Igor. Um, good episode. Yeah. Positive episode. For the most part. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna push this content out as best we can and as often as we can and try to stick to the schedule. Um, follow podcast on on Instagram, All Pro Dads, Twitter, All Pro Dads Pod. Reach out to us if you're still listening. We want to interact with everybody more and, and get this thing really really going. Tony and I put in a lot of effort and work into this, so especially with each of us having two kids, you know, um, and working full time and working full time. But it's something we enjoy doing, you know. It's yeah. we're not in it for whatever, it, but we would appreciate some feedback and and some interaction and stuff. Uh, Even if it's just a hi, how you doing? Yeah, for sure. So um, follow me on Twitter at Dame underscore APD. Instagram handles the same. You can follow Tony at. TV3 underscore APD. Twitter and Instagram are both the same. So, yeah. Just keep your head up. <laughs> Catch you on the flip. Why we take from my women while we rape?